Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today is a solo episode, and I would like to explore the link between personal finance, mindfulness, and fulfillment. I want to dive into this particular topic of finding happiness in money and aligning our spending with our values and fulfillment. Money is often seen as a means to an end, but what if we could change our perspective? and cultivate a healthier relationship with money and our finances. After all, that is the raison d'etre of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. It's no secret that money, of course, plays a significant role in our lives. But the question is, does it bring lasting happiness. Let me start by addressing that particular point, the common assumption that money alone can buy happiness. Money certainly makes life easier and provides us with comfort and security. But research has shown that beyond a certain threshold, increased wealth doesn't necessarily correlate with increased happiness. Once our basic needs are met, the pursuit of material possessions tends to have diminishing returns. So it's essential to understand that lasting happiness doesn't solely depend on the size of our bank accounts. So how can we find happiness in money without solely relying on its accumulation? One approach is to align our spending with our values and what truly brings us joy and happiness. It involves a shift from mindless consumption to mindful spending by consciously considering our purchases and investing our money in experiences relationships and causes that really matter to us, we can get more satisfaction and joy from our financial decisions. So how practically can we develop a more mindful approach to money so that we can align our spending with our values? Firstly, I would reflect on your values. Take some time to identify what really does matter to you. Is it 
personal growth, giving back to the community, or connecting with loved ones, or it might be something totally different for you. Understanding your values can help to guide your financial decisions. The next thing to do, and again, something I've spoken about on this podcast many times before, establish a budget that reflects your values. Allocate your money accordingly, giving more weight to areas that align with what brings you joy and real happiness. Before making a purchase, pause and ask yourself, does it align with your values? And if it will genuinely contribute to your well-being, does it make you happy? And will that happiness be happiness that lasts beyond the feeling of the purchase? Try to avoid impulse buying and focus instead on intentional spending. And try to seek experiences over material things. So instead of accumulating stuff, prioritize experiences, travel, learn new skills, or invest in activities that are going to create long lasting memories. When we align our spending with our values, we really can find deeper satisfaction, enhanced fulfillment and real happiness in our financial choices. So how do you tie mindfulness into this process? So mindfulness really does play a really vital role in our relationship with money. And by us cultivating mindfulness, we can become much more aware of our own spending patterns, our emotions surrounding money, and the underlying motivations behind our financial decisions. It allows us to make conscious choices. And that's really important, making a conscious choice rather than being driven by those external pressures or even unconscious habits that we've gotten into without even realising it. I will be back after this short break. Financial awareness is not taught in enough schools which means children are not receiving the level of information needed to help them become money savvy. With 87% of 11 to 18 year olds saying they have limited knowledge about managing money, only four in 10 children and young people saying they've had some financial education at school and research demonstrating that those who don't receive financial education as a child are more likely to be unemployed or earning less today than those who did. This is why I have developed the Money and Mindset Made Simple for Teenagers online self-paced programme to help our children to empower their knowledge of and relationship with money. As a parent, you want to equip your children with the essential life skills to allow them to thrive in today's fast-moving world. So go to the show notes to access full details for the programme. 
If you are a school or institute that would like to use the programme under licence, then reach out directly to me via email leslie at themoneyconfidenceacademy.com. Now, let's return to the show. Something that I've started to try recently, and it definitely is a work in progress, but I am seeing real benefits from it, is mindful breathing. Taking a few deep breaths before I make any financial decisions, because this really helps me to bring clarity and put me right in the present moment rather than simply buying something just for the sake of it. I have also, over the last seven or eight months or so, started a real intentional practice around cultivating gratitude for what I already have and the opportunities that gives me. When we recognize abundance, this shifts our focus from scarcity to sufficiency. And I've mentioned previously on the podcast that I read the book, The Magic, during January of this year. The book provides 30 days of focusing on different areas to be grateful for and over time really, really heightens your level of gratitude. I still, seven months on since reading the book, practice one particular exercise from the magic every night. It's called the magic rock and essentially you take a small rock and you can have found that anywhere. It can be from a beach, in your garden, bought from a shop, you know, whatever works for you. And each night before I go to sleep, I take my magic rock and I think about one particular thing that I am grateful for that day. And that allows me to really go to sleep in a state, a heightened state of gratitude. And also the rock that I have, which one of my little boys gave to me many, many years ago, that has, that takes on warmth. So as it's in my hand, it slowly starts to warm up. And I imagine that being the gratitude increasing within my body. It helps me to go to sleep, but also if I wake up and I'm struggling to go back to sleep, I take my magic rock and I go through that same exercise again with thank you being the magic word. Something else to do as part of your mindful practice is to set aside dedicated time, and this is something that I do, to review my financial goals. Um, I use this time to not only review my financial goals, but to track my progress and also to assess if my spending aligns with my values. And this has really helped me to tune in and tune up my own relationship with money as well, and to give respect and value to my money also, rather than 
simply using money in a mindless way um, and to not use it in a way that is demonstrating I am grateful for it. Um, And by reviewing your financial goals, tracking your progress and assessing if your spending aligns with those values, this gives you the opportunity to course correct if needed. By incorporating mindfulness into our financial lives, we can create a much healthier relationship with money and we can find real happiness beyond material possessions. Being aware of the length of the day in the summer, the smell of cut grass, a hug from a member of our family or a friend, simply being able to be in the moment. And mindfulness does allow us to enjoy those moments for what they are far more meaningfully as well. Mindful spending is a really, really powerful tool that allows us to live a life that is aligned with our values and priorities. It gives us more control. It empowers us and makes us feel and to behave in a way that is much more appreciative of the money that we have but also of the money that we want to invite into our lives. It brings a sense of purpose and real fulfillment to our financial journey. And that's not to say there's not going to be highs and lows. Of course, there are going to be highs and lows. But when we are mindful and appreciative of every step of that journey, It allows us to take on a different meaning to those lows, to actually see the benefit and the learning that we can take and also to understand how we need to change our approach going forward. So that's it for today's episode. It was a short one, but I hope a powerful one. I really hope you found it useful. And if you have any questions, as always, please do just reach out to me. Thank you for listening. Until next week, take care. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.